0: Let's bring in Scott Bauer, the CEO of Prosper Training Academy, is joining us to help us break it down. Scott, I know you haven't had a lot of time to look at some of the uh, uh, details of this number, but the headline, uh, and across the board here, this was uh, basically what the Bulls wanted to see.
1: Absolutely. It's a follow-through from CPI last week, and you know maybe just shows that this is flowing through the entire economy, right? You got it on the producer side, we saw it on the consumer side. Um, you know what, Ben? I, I still have to take this with a, a little bit of caution, though. I mean, the, you know the, the Bulls love it, yeah. But this is one month, right? This this is one month, and as we've seen over the last six, nine months or so, this can change month to month. So it is a good sign. Again, maybe this is you know we've we've seen the tip of the inflation debacle uh, that we've been through, but again. It's it's so hard for me to buy into this on a long-term basis until we see some sustained numbers
0: sense of realism there, Scott. I like it because, you know, we heard from um Brainard uh, uh, in terms of, yes, we may be able to slow the pace, and this is going to help and kind of uh, uh, raise the volume on that discussion a little bit. But they've also been pretty clear that we're nowhere near the terminal rate, right? We're nowhere yeah. near where we need to get inflation back down to 2%. And as I look, I mean, across the board, we're seeing economies, global economies, which are struggling amidst some of these headwinds that we've seen. China, Japan, we were talking about that a minute ago in terms of some of the numbers. Talk Talk to me as far as what this means for the U.S. dollar, though, because uh, we've seen rates come off significantly with this, again, volume being turned up. The Fed's going to be able to ease some of those. uh, the pace of those rate hikes into the end of the year and beginning of next year, ultimately, uh, maybe even stop now we're hearing uh, talk of. But what does this mean for the dollar? Because it's already come off significantly overnight to 105. You expect that to continue? That's been uh, one of that very really well-defined inverse correlations we've seen
1: uh no i really don't and and i I don't mean to be uh you know the the scrooge here this morning but you know i think what we're seeing is you know some knee-jerk reactions with (laughs) the dollar the dollar maybe got ahead of itself you know over the last month last few weeks and i think what we're seeing part of the weakness that we're seeing in the dollar is these other currencies catching up a (laughs) little bit and and there was such a lag between the strength of the dollar versus other currencies so I think that, that, you know, that gap has closed now. Um, I, I'm not saying that that the dollar can't hover down a little lower here, Ben, but it's still the best game in town, and I think it's a buy here.
0: Got my eye on the August lows right now. I'm a little bit skeptical of the trend still intact, having seen this recent selling, but uh, taking out the August lows would definitely be significant. That's down around that 104.50, 104. Yep. Looks like one hundred and four sixty area. Scott, talk to us a little bit about rates here. I mean, we've definitely seen those coming off, and uh, well, you've got the uh, uh, ten-year back below four percent. Everybody's looking at that after uh, the big spike we saw heading into the CPI data. I mean, these inflationary figures have kind of uh, hit the brakes on some of that momentum we had been seeing to the upside. PPI again, kind of along lines of what we were saying, seems to only uh, kind of add fuel to that fire. Again, rates coming off as Treasury yields rally. Treasury futures, I should say, rally off recent lows.
1: Absolutely, and what the ten-year you said is up about a, a you know a half, right now, right? Yeah, fifteen, sixteen basis points, and you know four four percent on the ten-year was was kind of the make-or-break level for me, and and you know we got above it in just very briefly, and now we've settled in below, and it's and you know it's heading lower a bit here, which is great. I was actually surprised to see mortgage rates come down as quickly. Mm as they did. We we actually, you know, typically see the inverse when when they go up when we see rates going up and they came down pretty quickly here. But again, I I just I have to be cautious here. Uh because of what the Fed has said that yes, maybe there is some signs of easing, you know, the December meeting in in about a month from now, there's now almost a 90% chance of just a 50 point mm-hmm. 50 basis point hike, mm-hmm. but but still, you know, we we don't know what that terminal rate is yet, and, yeah. and yeah. you know, these these are good data points. These are really good data points to suggest that maybe we've topped out with with inflation. But again, I, I'm just going to go back to saying, until we get some sustained data like this, I got to be cautious.
0: Scott, does that come in the form of another CPI number below expectations for you?
1: Absolutely, because if you think about what what do we have left here. Between now and the end of the year. Well, we're gonna have a big jobs number in a couple of yeah, weeks. That'll yeah. be the November number. And then it's you know, then it's CPI again. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think that's really what we have to see. And maybe it's some of the, the weekly continuing jobless claims number numbers. But again, this is all great for the market here, Ben. And I and I think what we're we're seeing overall to me, we're finally seeing volatility break down. We're finally seeing the VIX mm-hmm.
0: break down. Mm-hmm. I think it's an opportunity to buy some protection, I really do. I like it, I like it, Scott. Um, Talk to me, I just want to kind of wrap this up, it sounds to me, and then I've got one more question for you, which you probably know where I'm headed last with it, it's uh, into the crypto space, but uh, uh, it sounds like just kind of concluding this, you're a little bit skeptical in terms of the recent rally we've seen. While we are going to see a slower pace, you think, again, just the ongoing sort of uh, headwinds from higher rates initially, uh, Fed's initiatives to uh, combat inflation ultimately remain? So be a little bit cautionary as far as getting too on board with this being the start of something big to the upside, maybe more along lines of bear market uh, type rally. And uh, again, one data point is not a trend mate kind of mindset.
1: Absolutely. And Ben, you know, you know my trader mindset, you're the same way. We, we, we've always learned and we've always lived by, by protection when you can right. and not when you have to, right? right? And, and now I think is, is one of those times That you buy it because you can. It's not overly priced to my, you know, to to where my thinking is. So that's the way I'm approaching things. I'm always very, very conservative. People want to stay in the market, they want to stay to the upside here. That's great, but buy your insurance when it's cheap. That's my advice.
0: Yeah, I think that's important and good advice here because we have seen a lot of optimism come into the market off the October lows, and uh, it's important to remember, I think, that if this number had come in high, then it possibly would have been discounted with that uh, discussion in terms of there's not a lot of connectivity between the PPI or not a direct high to the CPI. The market seems to be cheering on these uh, uh, favorable events here, CPI and PPI, both recently easing some of those inflationary concerns. Scott, lastly, a quick thought on Bitcoin. I know yep. you've been following the story very closely on going but uh, we talked about it earlier in terms of some of the weakness we saw last week we didn't necessarily open up the door to the downside the fall into an elevator shaft but uh, we haven't rejected these lower levels as of yet either
1: we haven't but I'm really surprised that we didn't get down to that you know 13,000 or even lower level Ben and me very very surprising because with with this kind of shock to the system I don't know what it's going to take other than a complete collapse for this to to really break down here. I mean, we got a nice rally this morning. You know, Bitcoin's up, what, 5%, especially coming off of this PPI news here. Mm -hmm. I still think we're we're somewhat muddled, somewhat range bound here, but it's actually pretty impressive to me that it didn't Hmm. completely break down on what can be considered maybe the absolute worst, you know, uh, situation that we have seen in the crypto space.
0: All right, possibly a, a thread to hold on to for the bulls if we can build on this. Uh, I oftentimes talk about it's equally important as a trader to be able to identify where we weren't able to go as well as it's right. important to be able to identify where we are in terms of price activity, able to uh, get to and through in terms of level. Scott, I always appreciate you joining us here. Uh, thanks for breaking thanks. down the number for us and taking a look here at market reaction to the PPI. Scott Bauer joins us from Prosper Trading Academy.